welcome back. So we are so excited for today's guest. And our big topic today is around taking risks and what that means and how we can take some steps ourselves to take some more risks in our lives. Sarah, our wonderful producer, does such an eloquent job of introducing this woman that I asked her to take it over. I specifically thought of our guest, Kate Wilson, to um, be our guest on this show because of the conference talking to her and um, you, Kate, sharing some of your story with me and just about how you'd been married for years, a housewife for most of that time, how your husband was an entrepreneur and how you just always kind of felt like um, he was the business person, he was the leader, you were ill-equipped you know, to speak on those things and all of the exciting things that you have done in the past couple of years with your business and the growth. It's amazing to see and you absolutely have taken risks in that area and for so many of us and it, Definitely for me, I can be very fear-based. And so I just thought that it was a timely message. I think you're amazing and I think people could learn from what you have to say about taking risks. Well, thank you for having me. It, it's interesting because I believe that risks actually also require a great amount of faith. Risk is kind of a negative connotation. I think we think, oh, it's risky, it's risky, should we do it? Whereas faith, you just lean into it. And it is hard, faith requires you to be linked to something greater than thyself. And I think when we talk about risk, there's also an enormous amount of faith that goes in it. I want to share this Bible verse that is very aligned with just this whole setup. And it's from 1 Chronicles 28, 20. And it says, then David said to Solomon, his son, be strong and courageous and do it. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord God, even my God, is with you. He will not leave you or forsake you until all the work for the service of the house of the Lord is finished. I want you to tell us just a little bit about you as a woman. Yeah. Well, um, you are, so where I have, were you born? I'm just kidding. No, no. My dad is retired military. I've traveled all around. So I guess risk a little bit has been in my nature. I only lived someplace every two to three years. So I guess intrinsically God was already teeing me up or kind of set my up for a little bit of that and change was okay so pretty much a stay-at-home mom my husband I actually had my first daughter in Houston Texas my husband decided to buy a house in Fishers without sight unseen with me two weeks later we moved here two uh, weeks after having your baby two weeks after having a baby put her in the car and moved to Fishers now that's Indiana. a risk that's a risk <laughs> that's a risk <laughs> Many of us are very risk averse, like we're very fearful of the unknown and we're scared to make change because of the unknown. And so I think it's so important for us to just have a conversation about it. Over the course of my just journey, you know, the one thing I realized and I've for a long time, why confine to the world's view of everything? And so the world says, this is risky. This doesn't make sense. You shouldn't do this. And God's like, um, I don't really care what the world thinks. This is what I've asked you to do. And that takes risk. And it's that courage, just like what Nadine read. Be strong and courageous. I am with you. So what happens when we don't take risks? Like, what, what, is, what is the negative to not taking risks? And what's the po- why do people not take risks? So, so my, when, I, when I hear you say that, I'm like, well, if I, am, if I am purposefully seeking God's wisdom and his direction in my life, and maybe he is calling me to take a quote-unquote risk, like if I don't take that risk, then I am essentially being disobedient to my father, to God, right? So I guess my question would be like, uh, and the blessings that he has in store for you because of your 
willingness to follow him. And so when I'm thinking about some of the, even the snapshots of the stories that you're sharing, like, how did you know that you were supposed to take these risks? Because there's like risks. There's this like faith-filled, healthy risk. And then there's this like careless, right. disastrous, Reckless. right? Yes. Like there's paths that you can take and some risks are healthy and some risks are not. Well, and I agree. And I think it's also how you view the lens of it because, you know, it's kind of like the whole thing of conviction and condemnation, right? So if you're convicted about something, that's God speaking to you and saying, you know, I'm asking you to do something. And condemnation is beating myself up. Oh, I should have done that. Or I didn't do that. I didn't say the right thing. I didn't do. And so I believe, trust me, there were a lot of times I didn't listen. Um, and I've, I've listened in some very bold, crazy stories, which I can <laughs> share as well. But the times that I didn't listen, I've taken the very long route. God still uses it. Right. He uses it all for good. But I tell you what, I've gone through more heartache, more pain, more I, me, me, me wanting something in my marriage with my kids and not listening to God's like, you got this. Trust me. For me, I, I'm listening to God, and God, when times get really challenging, he's, he's, he's quiet, and I'm like, but I'm praying this, and I'm praying this, and then I realize, yeah, I, I, I am praying. What is he saying to me? And he's like, be still and know I am God. He'll tell me when I need to talk, um, but this isn't something I learned at 20 years old. I didn't learn this at 25. I'm going on my 50th birthday, and so it has taken a lifetime of hearing God's voice, and reconciling it in my own mind that this is where I need to be at this time. And I, it sounds like what I'm hearing is like taking the right risks takes faith and knowing God's voice and his leading in, in your life. Um, but I think, at least for me, I might hear a leading and feel like it's from God, but I always have almost like things to double check, right? That, that I, I don't just like, oh, okay, that sounds like I should do this. And sometimes I've done that, and that's, I think that's okay, and I think that's part of it. I think failing is part of learning and growing, and I think it's part of the journey. You don't have to have all the dots, the T's crossed. In fact, you will never, if you're looking at risk in business or something, you can't have everything just teed up perfectly. Right. It'll never happen. But when you do have that true pulling, because sometimes, I, a lot of times women will say, I wish God would speak to me that way. I just don't know. I just don't know. And I, I often share with women that that knowing is your time to just listen, to hear him and get prepared. Yeah. So I'm hearing you say like getting quiet before God. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to even add to that is make, making sure that you're seeking wise counsel. Mm -hmm. You're seeking godly wisdom in decisions and in risks. So risks are great because they allow you to truly step into your full purpose. Yeah. And sometimes it's scary and sometimes it's great and sometimes it, there are failures and there's stumbling along the way. But, but it's seeking God's will and then seeking godly wisdom and, and wise counsel and taking it one step at a time. And, well, and that's kind of how my business started because I didn't listen. Mm -hmm. And God had to get my attention in a very significant way. It came to a point where I thought I was doing everything right, but I still lacked this joy and still lacked a lot of just peace in my life. And there was a lot of stuff going on with my husband at the time as well. And um, unfortunately, back in 2005, I was down after some things had unfolded with our finances and I was down at um, U.S. Nationals 
in Florida. And the last thing I remember is running on the clay trail, a very famous red trail on the orange groves and with some other coaches, just taking it easy. And um, when I got back to Indy, I started having a sharp pain in my back. Um, what turned into very quickly that kept me debilitated for about 12 weeks. Um, I was with a doctor that I had just switched insurances. He wasn't listening to me, wouldn't give me pain medicine. I'm like, no, I'm a triathlon coach, but something's really wrong. I mean, I physically wasn't moving. I got to a point where I was totally debilitated. I was, but it gave me a, a purposeful quieting of my life because I was still in control. I still had a plan for it. I was still doing what I thought was the right way. And I remember being in my closet and my stubborn self, uh, I had been living in like, like my clothes every three days. I would take the effort to kind of pull leggings on and everything else because I wasn't sleeping, I wasn't moving, and it was ex just off the charts painful. And so I, I leaned down in my closet to put my leggings on and my back completely it took me to a level of pain that I didn't even know existed on this life. And the herniation that I had been um, trying to protect um, opened up and just electricity throughout my body. And I wailed. I wailed and put my arms in the air and said, God, I surrender. I, I, I can't do this anymore. I, I don't know what you need from me. I, um, and I, I can almost get overwhelmed because the pain was so significant and I didn't know that people without a significant car accident or that had gone through major trauma, you could be running on the clay trail and then all of a sudden 12 weeks later you have this type of a pain. And I had to call my neighbor and ask her to put my pants on. And when my kids found out, they're like, oh crap, mom like, is asking for help. And that was like amazing to me like my kids don't think I need help because I was dragging my leg in still taking my kids to swim practice at 5 30 in the morning still doing everything a mom does I just was doing it a lot slower until I couldn't and what I heard God say in that closet that day is that you think it's your husband that has a control issue you think this is about everybody else and I'm allowing this in your life to show you that this is not about you Needless to say, I ended up getting with an amazing doctor here, though, but I did have back surgery, cleared, and then a woman came to me after about two weeks after the surgeon said, um, I really want you to cater my daughter's um, graduation. There's going to be about 500 people there. And I was like, oh, okay, and she, I did, and, and she was the one that said, you need to have a business card. I know somebody that can get your logo, can do all this. You just need to do it. And for the first time, I was like, okay, maybe I'm supposed to. And so where's your business at now? Um, my business is in Carmel. Um, I have a commercial kitchen in Carmel. It's don't have bricks and mortar. Um, I'm going on my fourth season. Yep. So, and it and has said just, it's my pretty little pretzel. It's my pretty little pretzel. So tell us just a little bit about what you do. Um, I do corporate gifting. That's so I, fun. My tagline is a little bit of chocolate and a whole lot of love. Yeah. So love is in the details and that's just me. Yeah, and I think about like all the yumminess that we get from your 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 chocolate. I mean, it's delicious. You do such a great job. Thank you. Um, and none of that would have happened if you would have played it safe. You That's know? right. That's and right. And I just really don't think we are created to play it safe. Um, and so some of the kind of takeaways for me is um, this this listening, this quiet listening, um, looking for the peace, and because there because it. God will never lead us to chaos. God will never lead us to confusion. It's peace. Uh, seeking scripture, so it's aligned with scripture. Um, seeking wise counsel. 
uh, prayer, confirmation, you know, all of those things. And I believe the reason you're listening to this episode is because there's a risk you are being called to take. And so I think the challenge is what is that risk? What is it? Is it writing a book? Is it making Facebook live videos? Is it calling someone? Is it something personal, professional? What is that risk? And you'll never know unless you do it because we are not called to play safe. Amen. And I think a, like risk too is like we all we often think like well that means I have to launch a new business and you know do something crazy. But in reality, it's not true. Like if you still have babies to feed and bills to pay, like then that's what you're called to do right now. But a risk really can be reaching out to that person that maybe you've had. A distance with that you don't need to have that distance anymore or it could be anything like that so um, the other quick thing I want to say and then we'll, we'll wrap up today um, specifically around Kate and her business so I've used her before and um, one of my clients had um, a family member pass away and I ended up having Kate send um, something to I actually don't even know what it ended up being it was like a chocolate something anyways that uh, that client called me and said that it was out of all of the things that she had been given, that was the most meaningful thing that she had received. And that was just so cool because like I had nothing to do with it other than, you know, say, hey, I have this client. Would you mind doing it? Here's my budget, whatever. And it, she made such a big impression on um, my client's life. So I just wanted to share that quick story. So if you guys ever need that type of thing, she is your gal. So challenge this week is identifying maybe what that risk could be for you. And a risk is something that might make you feel uncomfortable. I think that's a good indicator that it's something that is quote unquote risky. So thank you so much for joining us today. Um, Sarah's given us a signal. So we are going to close out. We love you. We take a risk. Go for it. Uh.